0: hello sam yay
1: i hear birds chirping (laughs) that's right is that gonna be distracting uh no i think
0: it's no i think it's a good ambiance okay good (laughs) to your world um yay all right so we're recording
1: yay welcome back to beckett's babies
0: yeah um i checked online, when was the last time we did our episode? And it was September 2014. Whoa. So it's been about, what, four, almost four years. That was when Obama was still president. Mm -hmm. A lot has happened. Um, (laughs) uh, So this is our special reunion episode. uh, And we just kind of want to catch up. What have we been up to? And I think in our I think our listeners are curious what's been
1: up, <laughs> yeah, well, let's fill them in. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Start <laughs> Okay, well, listeners, I'm speaking to you from Traverse City, um, which is really, really, really far north in the Midwest, mm-hmm. um, where I am the writer in residence with front street writers wow <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's fun so since graduating you we graduated in
1: 2015 yeah yeah let's rewind since... a bit yeah we graduated in 2015 you got the hell out of Iowa
0: yep I moved back home to LA mm-hmm. <laughs> and you moved to Chicago
1: hmm
0: well I was in Iowa us. for
1: one more year oh and then I moved to Chicago
0: yes and right
1: now I'm here in Michigan
0: and from the looks of it, from your Instagram and all your pictures, I think you might live there forever.
1: <laughs> I don't know, Sarah. <laughs> it's very, um, it's really different from Chicago. Mm-hmm. For one thing, there's not a lot of good restaurant options. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's good restaurants, but there's not a lot of variety. Yeah. And the winters are longer? The winter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In April, it was still snowing, like, every day. Was that
0: just in Michigan or was that all of all of Midwest?
1: It was especially bad here. I, yeah, I mean, I think north. also maybe, like, Minnesota it snowed a lot. But mm-hmm. I don't think it Maybe, like, Iowa got some flurries. Mm-hmm. But we got a foot of snow in mid-April. Wow. So... But now it's really, really beautiful. And all of you know there's so many cherry orchards around here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all of the cherry trees are blooming. So that's really beautiful.
0: Yeah, uh, Traverse City isn't known as uh,
1: the cherry the capital. Cherry capital.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know that because my boyfriend is from Traverse City or from. Oh UCLA. wait, fill
1: us in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So what happened? Um uh, yeah, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> a new from boyfriend. Michigan. From Michigan. We met in LA. So for me, after graduating, I moved out to LA. Uh moved, stayed home for a bit. I was just running around the city trying to find a job, trying to find how do I just work and live here? and not yeah. lose my mind um and then through it all i met nick we met through uh a dating app and then uh and it's been what i think it's all it's all been almost two and a half years yeah because did yeah. you guys
1: get together on halloween
0: yeah we yeah we met on halloween <laughs>
1: Not, That's like, cute. at a party
0: or anything. We just, like... It was the only time we were both free, I guess. <laughs> and it was just on Halloween. No
1: plans. <laughs> just... That's cute, though. That's yeah. a good
0: anniversary. It's the best. Last Our last anniversary, we went to Benihana. There was uh-huh. no one. It, it was <laughs> empty. The streets were empty. People were just, like, at other places. I mean, it was it was great. Especially because it's during the week, too. So yeah. that helps. Uh, cool. But, yeah. Yeah. And so... Yeah. Now currently work in publicity entertainment publicity what's that like what's that like uh it has its ups and downs yeah Uh, but it's been really interesting it's like the business side of entertainment where you're 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 kind of this weird middleman between the the artist or the like the, the famous person or the client and mm-hmm. the public. So right. your job is to get as much um, exposure for them, in a way. So it's an, it's been an interesting experience. I've never been in that position.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's been
0: interesting. I've been learning a lot. Cool. Um, yeah. And um, you've also
1: been doing comedy, too. Yeah. I've been...
0: Yeah, that's kind of... It's been my saving grace <laughs> for my life. Just, like, at night, I'll just go to see shows or do improv writing doing sketch comedy Mm -hmm. um now i currently perform every friday nights as one of like a main stage performer at one of the local that's awesome yeah that's so cool and oh i didn't tell you this well then i guess i'm breaking it now okay Um, tell me because because you're oh by the way you guys uh sam got off facebook (laughs) since then too since yeah so she's she's
1: for over a year ago
0: yeah, isn't it since Trump?
1: Since like it, since election? Yeah, night? it. Well, it was really oh, it was January, before? but it, I think it was all kind of because of Trump.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's it hasn't changed. There's a lot. It's a lot of inf- overwhelming information out there, and just you're just constantly bombarded. And so yeah, and then publicity. I'm just constantly throwing all this like news. Like no reporters want to talk about like an artist because they're just too busy reporting on trump and his Uh, nest you know so it's been like
1: a yeah sounds struggle i've heard a couple of stories recently from reporters who you know like worked really really hard on stories and then Mm -hmm. the stories never ran in the paper Mm -hmm. because that day you know like there's some big thing that happened with trump and like you know it just never yeah it it just just never ends Yeah, it just never ends. Because, but tell me what what your news is. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, this week uh, I found out that I got on to a sketch team. It's one of like the old or longest running sketch team in the city. It's called Top Story Weekly, and it's just like it's all inspired by the news that week, and it's just like topical sketches and news. And so I'm really excited. I'm joining. Congratulations! I know. It was like it's like one of those things. I was like man like I, I remember applying to this team like when I first moved out here but mm-hmm. I didn't have any kind of experience in sketch I didn't know anyone but it was last two three years of just kind of building my sketch portfolio
1: in that sense yeah. and just
0: sort of like meeting people and then so it just like happened so I'm like and I'll it all
1: paid off I do crazy. feel like you've been working really steadily
0: thanks <laughs> it's been a it's been a journey and sometimes yeah. it's exhausting. And especially a comedy, it's just because I'm like one of like thousands of thousands of just everyone the city young
1: hopefuls.
0: Yeah. So,
1: so <laughs> I'm trying. Just been trying. When you did that storytelling thing too, that was awesome.
0: Oh yeah, that's another thing I got into. Has been storytelling. Well, and um, um, uh, try to. I'm trying to do more storytelling and like memoir writing. Like kind of both of oh, cool. those. So, yeah, like, that's something I'm. I just recently started exploring.
1: <laughs> I would read your memoir.
0: Oh, thanks, Sam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're welcome.
0: <laughs> uh, you're my first reader, <laughs> before Nick probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what else? What else have we been up to?
1: Um, how's How's your writing been going? Since it's graduation? good. You know, well, I'm working on a play this year. Um, I'm part of the playwrights unit at the Goodman Theater. And so it's a totally new structure for me because we have a year Mm to write a new play. And we meet um, twice a month. And each of us brings in pages once a month, so every Mm -hmm. other time. So, you know, I've Mm -hmm. never taken this long to write a first draft before. It's very unfamiliar because yeah. I'm used to, like, when I was at Iowa, I would write a first draft in, like, three or four weeks, you know, and then I would keep working on that draft after workshop. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't bring, like, parts of a play to yeah. an audience while I was still writing the first draft. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of had to learn how to write in a new way. So that's that's been cool to see. Yeah, I definitely feel like since graduation
0: my writing has slowed down. Not not as in, yeah. like 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 oh I'm not writing at all. I'm like writing in a way, but it's like I'm taking my time. Yeah. Like, um of just like putting the pages down like a couple pages at a time, looking at it and, then, yeah. and then just like thinking about it. And I started another big thing too that's like, funny, like we went to grad school and I'm like I I never did this in grad school, which is funny. But I started outlining, like wow. <laughs> just like really taking my time, just outlining, like numbering in this. And so that's been a whole new that's thing. Cool. Like that's how slow like it's been. Like I've in the, I've written maybe two plays, but it's been like they're still not finished. Like still I'm still working on it. But yeah. Do, and
1: do you outline on paper or note cards or what's your process like? Um. They're kind of – it's
0: funny. It's kind of – because I'm, like, going between home, work, and other places, I just put it all on, like, Google Drive. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because I'm just, like, constantly everywhere, and it's, like, the most accessible place. It's on my phone, so I'm just, like, if I have an idea, then just jot it down there. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's probably been um, my place. But I I always carry around, like, notebooks, too, Mm -hmm. just because I always feel like writing – yeah, it's always helpful too. Like I just think of when paper. we took that
1: screenwriting class, and Lisa had us using note cards, mm. and I was like, "Oh, I like this," but I've never done it since then.
0: Yeah, like note. But I like. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind
1: of liked the small. I don't know. It makes you break your idea down into small parts. Mhm. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I do feel like my writing is more in bits and pieces. Than it was in grad school. Maybe because I don't have the sustained, um, like hours and hours at a time of writing. Mm. Now that I'm working full time, it's like, yeah, here and there.
0: And there was something about in grad school where every semester you had to bring something. So you're, yeah, like, you're just constantly. And then we were listening to
1: other people's plays, and,
0: right? So. so it's like it was. It just was constant. Yeah, yeah
1: and it it was like you you're constantly working towards a product, mm-hmm. a finished product to present. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, I have so many snatches of things in notebooks, but yeah, it's a different kind of writing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, you also got to
0: you've been um, writing poetry.
1: Yes, I have.
0: Poetry. I mean, you were yeah. always a poet, but yeah, that's. A- but I've actually,
1: yeah, like just in the last year or two, I started really making an effort to send things out. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of gratifying to see how... Like, I have a poem that I sent out to, like, eight magazines before wow. I got it published somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and it made me think, oh, my gosh, like, I have not sent out... I've sent maybe one of my plays to eight places, but most of my plays, like, I send them three places, and then I just give up, you know? <laughs> so it's like, so it's yeah. like oh, I... The poetry has really demonstrated to me how um you know if you just keep sending things out and if you send them to this you know you send the same piece to like ten different places mm-hmm. that just makes way more sense than like one at a in your mm-hmm. um yeah
0: drawer and isn't like with poetry. The submission is kind of isn't it kind of continuous? Like you could just to the, the publishing and there's no because no, like in the what fall in the fall we have all these play,
1: like developments like oh yeah play. it's like there's a deadline <laughs> like you yeah, there's it, like yeah there's like a, like a couple of big deadlines for poetry I've found mm-hmm. out of especially places that um, are associated with universities they want to read things from September to May mm-hmm. so. A lot of deadlines are in the spring, um, mm-hmm. but then, yeah, there are all different approaches. Like some places only take submissions in, you know, two months out of the year, mm-hmm. and and it really varies. So it's true, yeah. You can constantly be sending things around. Yeah, and I learned when I did my taxes this year that you can deduct submission fees. Oh, <gasps> really? Yes well listeners
0: did you hear this (laughs) are you a writer are you submitting to things well yeah it's a business expense oh i see that totally makes sense
1: Mm
0: -hmm. oh so good to know so good to know
1: (laughs) yeah if, if you take anything away from this listeners that's my piece of useful information wow uh, yeah, so listeners, if
0: you didn't get it, it's a podcast about writing and playwriting. <laughs> uh, we're two friends from Iowa Playwrights Workshop. Um, so I've got a couple of questions. that, okay. And I think hopefully listeners out there, if they're inspired, they'll ask <laughs> some questions. Um, so the first one is a question because I've – on Facebook, I've kind of been noticing some posts Um about people who were interested in going to playwriting programs, master programs. And would you recommend? And they're like, should I do it? Yeah, I've been seeing that a lot. Like, should I do it? And so would you recommend um, others who are thinking about to go to grad school for playwriting or creative writing, get their master's? What are hmm. the pros and cons, do you think?
1: Well, so you're asking me
0: right now? I'm asking you, and then I'll answer. I'll maybe, I'll, And I'll jump in. Here's,
1: here's what I think. I think it's an incredibly valuable opportunity to just, like, write Mm -hmm. for three years and make that your priority. Yes. Um, And I didn't quite realize how amazing that was. Or maybe I knew it when I got in, and then I kind of slowly forgot it over the time I was in grad school. Mm -hmm. But then when I graduated and had to find a, you know, full-time job – ideally with benefits although my job does not have benefits right now it was it all came flooding back to me Mm. but a gift that was just to like let writing be my priority yeah and and know that you know you know with my ta ship like i could still afford to like eat (laughs) (laughs) right and pay the bills and and so and i think that like extended time Mm -hmm. to and the other thing was i don't think all programs are like this but our program really allowed us to experiment and um try things in our writing that Mm -hmm. were you know not necessarily marketable or polished or something that was immediately recognizable like we could really experiment and um write things that we didn't understand and that was fine and we would still have an audience there to read it on monday night you know listen to it right on monday night and right and so that was like such an incredible yeah opportunity to have yeah now for
0: me i'm like like i'm searching people and they're like hey are you free saturday at 3 p.m <laughs> like, right you know you're kind of Scrambling for that resource and looking, and you're make, trying to make it happen for yourself.
1: Um, and not only that, but if you know, if you're asking people to read things or if you're sending it out places, like you at least I feel this pressure for it to be really good or really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Whereas in workshop, I I could be painting it with nostal- a nostalgic, misty eyed brush, but you know, even though I wanted it to be good, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it had to be good in order for it to be valuable
0: yeah yeah I think for me I got into grad school really early like I had a a year break between undergrad and grad school so I didn't really have this time of like appreciate like understanding the value of grad school because I was just like oh it's just school yeah (laughs) I just came out of it I'm no I didn't you know so I just jumped into it um and I understand now yeah the time the value the the priority that is put on just the writing because after I graduated my first six maybe up to a year I just kind of almost completely stopped writing in a way like because of yeah I was like looking for a job I, I was trying to find some any kind of stability and so I was like whoa grad school provided this opportunity grad school was this time and I just remember Dare club uh the professor one of our professors there um saying like you know this is the time like this is the valuable valuable time and it just, yeah. I, I was just too young to understand so that's another thing too is maybe if you maybe took, because if you took a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So the time, I took three years. Yeah. I think that was a good a number. Yeah, before applying to grad school thinking, you know, it's the thing for you, then yeah.
1: I'm glad I went to grad school before I hit the danger zone. Because <laughs> now that I'm 30, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, I think there's like a whole other set of stresses that it... <laughs> If I were to grad school right now, I would be having, like, an existential crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> yeah, because uh, there's there, – I'll say this. Something about grad school and school, you're, like, in this weird time bubble where everything – Yeah. Where everyone around you is moving forward in a way and you're sort of s- stuck. I don't know what it was, but then, like – by the time I got out, friends I knew from college had careers. They right. were like,
1: they or had an investment
0: portfolio and in babies. Right. Like it was like I all these things I didn't understand because I was just like, I was playing catch up for the like the last three years. So I'm like, but I mean, I but yeah, was, a, I didn't grow. I just needed time. Three to grow letter up a degree. Little. Yeah, I do. So it's like I have a three <laughs> degree. <laughs> yeah, but um.
1: Well, but I do think. Mm-hmm. Um. If if we're gonna make if we're we're gonna give advice to our listeners, yeah, I think it doesn't make sense to spend a lot of money on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what people told me. They're like, don't spend money on it. Go somewhere with funding, and I think yeah. that was good advice. It is. Yeah, I I only applied to school, uh,
0: playing programs that had funding that I knew. Like, oh, I have a TA yeah. ship, and we're like. a a fellowship or some scholarship that's going to help me get through those years like that yeah i didn't plan any other schools that didn't provide that because yeah you don't want to you you don't want to be in debt because i still have some debt from undergrad and i'm having to work to pay that off and that distracts me from the writing i want to keep doing so it just right to have both Mm -hmm. would
1: be yeah
0: yeah, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's one big thing. Cuz yeah, you don't you don't want to be working for that debt when you could be working for your writing.
1: Because honestly, like I think the MFA is really, really valuable for your writing growth, but it's not monetarily valuable. Yeah. I
0: honestly had this ego after graduating. I'm like, I have an MFA. I'm gonna get any kind of job here in the city. <laughs>
1: TV shows. And you swap. this means me nothing. It means in the marketplace. Nothing.
0: And the only the only time it means something to somebody is like, if people that been wanting to go to grad school and they couldn't get in, they're like, you got in,
1: you know? So it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's the only time it means well, like... But also, I think if you want to teach.
0: Mm-hmm. It does
1: give you a little bit of a leg up, although I'm realizing, like, if you really want to teach, you need a Ph.D. Mm. as well. Wow. Uh, I'm going to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know. There's somebody in the playwrights Unit cohort that I'm in who just is, done, he's, like, about to write his dissertation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He said, you should get a Ph.D., If you're thinking about it, you should get it because that's, like, when you'll know really what you're capable of. And and then I thought, oh, I want to know what I'm capable of.
0: (laughs) Uh, I think three years in Iowa
1: was (laughs) my cap. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so. What was next on our list of questions? Yeah, oh,
0: this is, okay, so this question is kind of personally. I it came from a personal place. So after I graduated, I was invited to uh kind of be one of like the speakers of like this class at my undergrad
1: mm-hmm.
0: for all these alums that graduated and what where are where are they now? What are you up to? That kind of class. And so I came and like answered questions at Q and A Q&A. and there were a couple other I'm not gonna say names because one of them is kind of famous. <laughs> 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 um or, like, a couple of people, they had this, gave the advice to every undergrad student, like, in there who are thinking about writing, and she told them, like, write only what you know, write what Ugh. you know, and I, for for some reason, I, I mean, I've heard that advice, and I'm, like, but I have, it made me, like, give me this, like, visceral reaction, like, oh, that's horrible advice, horrible yeah. advice, that was just, so. I guess is the question is like, what do you think of that statement? Write what you know for, right? People who it, want to get I to right. I think writing. it's very
1: short sighted. Mm-hmm. I really do, and, um, I, you know, I think there is a way in which that is specifically said to people. I don't know, like, so the writer Drew Philp was. Um, here for the National Writer Series, and he uh, wrote a book, a 500 Dollar House in Detroit." Mm-hmm. Um, he like bought a house and rebuilt about it, and he said, "He he said he he's um, trying to write a second book, and he's moving into a different subject." And he was like, "The way that they let poor kids write is they make us write about ourselves," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, you know, there I feel like there's a way in which like." Certain, like, straight white men who have money are allowed to write about whatever they want. (laughs) I'm like, and then, like, other people are expected to write about their own personal experience because Mm -hmm. the novelty of that is more interesting Mm -hmm. than them looking at things that are outside of their own experience
0: Mm. with
1: a critical eye or you know, about them like thinking deeply about other aspects of American culture that, you know, that they have not personally experienced. And and it does seem like a way to pigeonhole people. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. Uh to
0: me, when I hear that, it first of all, when I got into playwriting I came, I, I wrote, I was writing, like, solo shows, like, autobiographical, and mm-hmm. then, but then got into playwriting, and then I, I start. then, you know, you start exploring other, like, because <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, well, what does my story mean? And then you start to, like, get curious and then start seeing the bigger picture of things, and then, so I, it's, when I hear, write what you know, I, like, there's some truth to that, but at the same time, just, like, when you tell, Person that only that statement—it's like you're not allowing them to be curious, like you're not allowing them right. to research. Because a lot of there's some research involved. There's a little work involved in writing. <laughs> so yeah. It's, um, and then I love—I—I I don't know. Uh, uh, someone told me this, but like, uh, this is why we have. Yeah, like this is why we have a lot of these like indie, really like corny, sensitive. White boy like <laughs> romance like you know this is like there's not, there's nothing complex about it it's just they're just gonna kind of, um
1: but yeah, I think the job of the writer actually is to move beyond what they know and mm-hmm. um be curious, as you said like be you know be constantly searching out what they don't know about the world mm-hmm. And using writing as a way to find their way into that. Yeah. FYI,
0: listeners, I don't have any against white boys. <laughs> it's just something unnoticed. Thanks for that disclaimer. Um, yeah. And I guess we're kind of nearing
1: towards the end. We usually do half hour, right? <laughs> People always use Shakespeare as an example to rebut that. They're like, well... Shakespeare never murdered a king, but he could write about a murderer.
0: <laughs> you know. So is he writing what he?
1: No. Saying? Or writing? He's oh, he's, he's, so he's not writing okay. what he knows at all. Yeah. Are reaching? Was there one more thing on our list? I can't remember.
0: Um. Yeah. This is when we get to our end. We're doing something new. Oh yeah. Um. Um, Yeah, we're going to, you can, you can listen,
1: listen, okay, so when we were in Iowa, at the end of every workshop, people would say glistens about um, lines or moments in the play that uh, they would carry with them out into the night, and so we thought we could do glistens um, for, well, for what, for like the past week? past week like, yeah or what we're
0: thinking about thinking about um, maybe something that you saw in the news or caught your attention or uh, new toy kind of like <laughs> um, yeah like anything that sort of okay kept, you're gonna make you. fun of
1: mine but here we go okay yeah. I love rhubarb and <laughs> it's <laughs> it's that time of year mm-hmm. when um, all the rhubarb is at the farmers market and so I'm gonna make a pie tomorrow oh yeah um with fresh rhubarb and strawberries but unfortunately the strawberries are not local but the rhubarb is oh my god it's so good wow I, yeah i remember
0: you baked us a strawberry rhubarb pie it was amazing
1: oh yeah i did yeah it was like, our first, first year. year yeah it... that was back when i was still oh, like really happy go lucky oh man amazing. i was 25 <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man yeah what's your glisten well my glisten not to you know promote anything but it's this app that we're using right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm just amazed that we could make a podcast with this simple app like it blows my mind that we don't even have to be in the same state we, yeah we don't you know and it just like you records, it publishes, and then we have our own little profile and then I I'm by technology uh, today. Yeah. But yeah, Me this too. is I love this anchor. The app. future is here. <laughs> um, anchor. Anchor. So yeah, anchor. Uh please um send all the listeners our way. <laughs> um, <laughs> right.
1: Yay well okay beckett's babies is back in
0: action yeah um so this is our little promo coming soon uh, episode so we'll we'll see all the
1: fun stuff that we got in the works for you guys (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah and we could do interviews probably too right
0: yeah interviews um we could get some questions from our listeners uh babies at gmail.com it still works it
1: still (laughs) works
0: or um go to our facebook um i if everything's back on air i literally today i just brought everything back on air yes online it's gonna work and so yeah great okay
1: listeners thanks for listening thanks for listening bye
0: sam bye joe